everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Spit Talk Podcast. My name is Jan. My name is Aaron. And um, how's it going, man? Good. Wow, we're we're doing it two day or two weeks two already. Weeks in wow. a fucking row, baby. I know, I know. It's the perks of graduating summer when and summer and summer and half days where we could kind of match up our. Sh- I mean, this guy wakes up. I don't fucking know what time he wakes up on Guam, it's but currently four forty. I know he's he's in that. that you gotta get in that rock schedule, man. No way, that's that Andrew Huberman um lifestyle <laughs> oh is that the the military guy that's the, I, I don't know i think i forgot what he is he's a he's a neuroscientist i think oh okay. it's about like optimizing your dopamine and testosterone shit like that but whatever interesting 4 a.m i mean you're not doing the mark Wahlberg 230 thing at least yeah that's you know? crazy i i didn't do prayer the prayer at 230 yeah. 234 245 or something yeah i saw um, that one too yeah but yeah, I think really the, the only way why we're making this work is because this motherfucker wakes up super goddamn early. I've been having half days, Fridays, it, and it matches up and, so when this guy wakes up. Yeah, and it works best for all of us. He it, likes it. It does. I like it. It's I a know. good start of the day. Or not the pot, like, you know, just waking up early, getting stuff done. Like, it's just feels optimal for me. Like, I know. Like you said. So I, I, I dig it, you know. Def- yeah, I know. For, for sure. For sure. I mean, like... <laughs> I always I feel like I'm getting a head start on the weekend too when it when we do this stuff. Ooh. It just feels a little longer for me. I mean, you know, working like five fucking days a week and then just having that weekend to look forward to. It, it's kind of like a jump start to that, so it feels really good. Um so let's fucking let's clap for that real quick. <laughs> this is gonna be a thing now. Let's applause. Yeah. You know, since we're up to date, we're gonna kind of start with our Fast Ten review. Um, wow, we're so current now. I know we're so fucking. <laughs> we're not current. a week behind, dude. We're on the day of release, motherfuckers. Look at that. And you know, since like we said, Aaron graduated last week, and I'm about to. I mean, I'm pretty close, and we're gonna have much more free time. I'm hoping to make this a priority. Um, you know, no promises though. I'm just saying, like, we're gonna try our best. Um from here on out i mean i'm even trying to up the quality a little bit do something with it go on tiktok i mean i fucking hate tiktok but we're gonna try we're gonna try. we're gonna give it the, the good old college try um and um but yeah fasten your seatbelt folks this is gonna be a good day a good review um so yeah fast 10 um the 10th film in the franchise um which not a lot of movies could say they've reached yeah they've reached 10 i mean really no it's funny when uh when you say it like that um i get sorry just to go like a little little off topic like my brother like wow it's already at 10 i'm like well there's some movies that almost hit like 10 like the star wars you know like the the lord of the rings the marvel like like there but it's a very few lists you know but like right there's some that hit 10 you know yeah but the thing is Actually, technically, it's eleven since Hobbs and Shaw kind of counts, right? I think. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, it's in the the realm, but like in terms of like the if you want to call it like their what's the since they like you know their like universe, you know, yeah. like you know how like Star Wars has the Skywalker saga and they're ending it there. This is like the Toretto saga or whatever the fuck. This is like <laughs> ten movies. Yeah. Um, so it's it's still pretty commendable. Like I, I I think it's really good. I mean, there's still a fucking audience for it. The people that I watched it with were I mean, granted it was it was pretty late at night, but there's still some people that came out to to watch this thing, you know, opening night. So there's definitely an audience for it. I mean, unfortunately, I know that it, it's it's not tracking that well right now. Like it's probably mm-hmm. have the lowest opening number since oh six, I think. Oh wow. Um but honestly, once word of mouth probably, you know, I mean, mentions that it's at least better than Fast 9, which I probably will say is is the case. Then I'm hoping some people will watch it more because, you know, I mean, it's it's already ending anyway. It's just fucking just watch it already, people. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, well, first thoughts, initial thoughts. What do you think um, of Fast 10? Uh, initial thoughts going into the movie, Uh, going like 
when we reviewed Fast 9, I was like, okay, it can't get any stupider than that, right? Right. And I don't know what, what both of us were going into, as in, like, I didn't know if you wanted more stupider or less stupider. So um, I was just going in for the ride and, like you said, just trying to finish up the movies. Um, and I guess, like, a brief history on my, like, Fast experience is, like, I started watching the Fast Saga, in a sense, with Too yeah. Fast, Too Furious. That was, like, my first movie. I never even watched the first one for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because, like, I've watched Too Fast, Too Furious and Tokyo Drift. Then I skipped the rest, right? Right. Then, yeah, call me out, like, audience, if you want. But, like, then then I think I watched Seven with you or six, Seven, the one where uh, Paul Walker passed away. Yeah. We watched, I skipped all of that. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch the seventh one. Then it took my girlfriend to tell me like, oh, you should watch it because she enjoyed all of it, especially to, I think when they went to Rio, five or six. Five is the best. Right. Yeah. So like Chloe, uh, my girlfriend really liked five. So I, I forced myself to rewatch everything to nine. So that, that was like the perfect. So I'm a very like current fast I wasn't I wasn't a generational thing or like a yearly thing. I was just watching it like binging it kind of thing. So that that's my history of Fast uh, 9 and binging it. I did see how crazy it got, especially when you reach, mm-hmm. you know, the 8, 9 and 10 area. So that's when I was like the development, like I was like, OK, this is getting a little too crazy. And 10, I think, is less crazier than 9 to uh, to end my initial thoughts. OK. Yeah, I, I'm not really. I mean, I'm not like the biggest fan of this franchise. I do have fun with it though, um, especially the earlier ones where like five. Well, I mean, not even that's not even the earlier ones. Those are like the middle. But um, I, like like yeah, I watched like the first three um, back then when it came out. Um, it was fine. It was it was it was not that great to be honest. I mean, some people are talking like it's the best fuck. I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, it was not, dude. Let's be real here. It did not get popular until Fast Fucking Five. It did not make the numbers yeah. it did until Fast Fucking Five. So shut up. Like I, I I always hear that narrative. Like yeah, you know, like before it was just street racing, and I'm like, dude, no, it was not, dude. That's fucking. First off, the first one is like a Point Break ripoff mm-hmm. with cars, and the second one was just ass i didn't like the second one at all the third one was fine i mean it it was nostalgic the fourth one was okay like it was i was like okay it's a little different but it's still not great fast five when that hit holy shit that was really good and i think that's Mm -hmm. when i started getting into it more starting to understand what they were going for um it was still within the realm of i mean it's granted there's still some things that like they do that are kind of off over the top um, but it was still within the realm of possibility with, you know, with quotation marks, I guess. Um, up until Furious 7, where they, you know, that's when it started getting a little more over the top. They started um, getting in on the joke a little bit of like, hey, physics does not exist here. Um, and then Furious, you know, Furious 8 or whatever the name is, Furious something. And Fast Nine, Fast Nine, that one just literally jumped to shark, and that that one that was the one that that I literally enjoyed the least, which breaks my heart because that's John Cena's debut also in the in the franchise. Um, but you know, like it's it's always it, it always has this thing where, you know, like every after every movie, it's like they're they're trying to one up themselves a little bit with how ridiculous it can get. Um, with this one, I'm glad they at least pull. I mean, it's still, they're still stupid, crazy, you know, physics doesn't exist stuff that happens here, yeah. even like narrative stuff that does not make sense at all. Um, that happens here, but at least they didn't go to fucking space. At least they didn't, you know, like, I mean, at least, at least they it, did some crazy stuff though. No, they, though they did, but I, I mean, I, at least it's not like. I don't know. I think I'm just saying, like, at least it's better than Fast Nine. Like, I'm really. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah that, really that's that, that's the boat I'm going on uh, with as well. Like, it's better than Fast Nine, and I I don't know. I just want to say, like, watching one through ten before we hit the review is like the the whole idea of the journey. I mean, um, I do believe that one, two, and three are very like small. Uh, like one, two, and three are like not 
very story heavy, but very nostalgic, like what you said, like the whole street racing thing. I, I it was a vibe. Then yeah. like what you did say, like when you reach four and five, that's when there was more story, like you know, the whole Letty dying, I need to find the killer kind of thing. Then yeah. five was just like, okay, the team's back together and stuff. So like that's when four through ten has like this story where they're all connected rather than being a street racing. So one, two, and three do does have a special place in my heart where it has that nostalgia where it was just street racing. And I don't know. I thought that was pretty fun. That that's just speaking on my end. Right. Right. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, like like I'm not a, I'm not a car person, so I never like I thought it was good. Or at least the third one I thought it was good. Like they were okay movies. Like they weren't like I won't I weren't like I wasn't like the biggest fan of them. But yeah, Fast Five, right when that hit, I mean like first of all, you add the rock to that thing. Immediately, your numbers jump up. I'm I'm pretty sure that one made a lot of money when the time came out because like that was the most fun I've had in the theater at that time. I remember um, when it happened, especially for that franchise, which I'm like okay with. I'm not like the best, the biggest fan or whatever. But essentially, yeah, once it became a superhero movie, that's kind of when I started thinking, all right, this is pretty okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, but yeah, like Vin Diesel, definitely. Like, I mean, honestly, if you're if you're coming in to watch a Fast and Furious movie nowadays, and you, you you're still expecting something more grounded something a little uh you know something throw with, that out something with gravitas and like you know deep emotional character whatever development growth all that stuff you're not gonna fucking get it like you can't you come here to to do you know to get a popcorn movie basically just shove it in your face enjoy the fucking time out of it i mean if it's stupid we know it's stupid and the thing that i give this movie credit for a little bit is like um they're at least a little bit more aware of it without it being forced. The F9, they were trying to be, you know, meta about it, but it was still kind <laughs> of, it was kind of too much. Like it was kind of not hitting as well as it did, but in this one, it was fine. Like I, I, I was laughing at some parts where I shouldn't be, but that was really, I think like the, that's the, the fun in it, I guess, you know, like with this type of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if we're going into uh, Fast 10, like, um, yeah, I went in like, okay, it, it can't get any stupider than 9 for some reason. <laughs> then, I don't know, like, for some reason, Dom Toretto kind of dumbed down his uh, super soldierness, which I liked. Thank God. <laughs> I know. Well, no, there was one scene where he's like, it was, it was it, I mean, it wasn't the intention, but it was almost like, um, fuck y'all, let me do this now or something. It was almost like, Hey, Dom's here. Let me take care of this now. Type type of situation. Oh, and I was kind of yeah. laughing at that. I was like, dude, here's the fucking you know the be all end all. And, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I yeah, no, he did dumb it down a little bit. Not dumb it down, but like he, he kind of pulled back a little bit on that whole. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. a car, if you're the action, I say I say it's fair. Like where it's not too too much, but it does go off the rails. I I want to say it doesn't go past fucking remember when he like had the anchor and he had to jump to the other island like it doesn't go past that like it's yes. not as crazy that that's like a the bare minimum it doesn't go into space like but like that anchor thing that they did last episode or last or the, yeah fast nine like it doesn't go past that yeah so which is fair to say yeah so um action i'm okay with but I did tell Jad, and I, I guess it needs more explana explanation. <laughs> I did watch this movie when I was tired. So um, I told him, like, when the action scenes were happening, um, I was like, oh, yeah, I can fall asleep because that's how much I trust Dom Toretto to get shit done. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, because I, I already knew he was going to get shit done, and, and he did get shit done. Like, I don't know how he does it, but he, he'll get shit done. So there were yeah. some scenes where, like, I, I do want to say it did feel a little lengthy, some of the action scenes. So maybe that's why like, I dozed yeah. off here and there. Um, but was it enjoyable? Sure. But um, I know the end result. That is, they're, they're, like I said, they're going to get shit done. So I, I wasn't worried yeah. of him getting, you know, like in trouble or whatnot. Anything yeah. with Dom Toretto in it, you're fine, you know? Yeah. that's I mean, Honestly, I feel like the whole crew in a way... It's like, dude, they're too, it, right? they're too fucking efficient. Like, yeah, there's no there's no tension anymore. I think that's why sometimes, some, yeah, like yeah, some scenes do get like you start to get bored of it. It's just noise now at this point sometimes because 
you know they're gonna come out of this somehow. They're just that fucking invincible. And you know, they got Dom Toretto on their side. They're gonna fucking get shit done. Like, yeah, that, I think yeah, I I do see that um happening. But yeah, yeah, it, it, I'm just really just watching it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you'll have a little bit more fun with it than um F9 did. I certainly enjoyed it more than fucking Ant-Man, Quantumania. I mean, not to make comparisons or anything, but it's definitely a little better than that. I mean, I'm hoping because, I mean, not to say that it's a better movie, but it's a little more aware of what it was. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a little more than that for, for that reason. So I, I, I thought it was great. Jason Jason Momoa um, can get into a little bit because... He knew, like, if you if you if you if you know what movie you're in and you play that up, then you know you're doing a good job. And he literally played it up, um, and he like he knew what kind of movie he was in, and he was kind of a little bit over the top in a way. Um, like I mentioned him, I was I texted, him, I was like, yeah, he's basically playing the Joker here, just like buffer, um, like a bigger dude, more manly, like a manly big version of the Joker. And honestly, for what it was and what it does in this movie, it was fine. I, I did enjoy it. Um, like I, I enjoyed every time he was on, on the screen. Um, and I think a lot of a lot of his performance is why I did enjoy this a little more than F nine. To be honest, like I feel like if he wasn't in it and it was some other villain or some other dude playing that character maybe i wouldn't have enjoyed it as more because i just liked yeah. how eccentric he was and i liked what he did with that role so i don't know like i, I he did a really good yeah. job like what do you think about him yeah so like what you like that that's a good point because most of the villains in the fast the fast series aren't as memorable to me to to be honest so momoa mm-hmm. is up there for being a memorable one and just like what you said he he is playing himself like i i right. told jan i was like yo i bet the director just said be yourself Exactly, because you you can you can totally hear him like just fucking saying his lines like he would say it normally to a normal person or like normally in his average day, right? Yeah. So like I, that's why I liked Momoa's character. I I think uh Jason Jason's I forget how to say his last Steve. name. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's a good villain as well. So I think those are like I guess my top tier villains in the fast. I, I don't know. It's been a while since I watched, but yeah. I would say he he's up there. And yeah. yeah, like I like his whole mo in a sense, where like the whole like oh I want him to suffer before he dies kind of thing. So that that's like a memorable line that he said that that sticks out, and you know we're we're gonna get other movies because of that. So um yeah I I, I liked him like overall and um yeah like what what he did to the team and the whole uh characters and like how uh he he like punished them in a sense so that 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 that's always a vibe and um i don't know i i i do want to go back to like how convenient everything was like yeah you know how like letty got out and stuff that prison like oh man yeah i can't get out of this prison it's like unbreakable then like all of a sudden like wow this one cut in the arm and like you're out kind of thing yep like it doesn't make sense but like it, it was too convenient in a sense right yeah a lot of it is yeah no, like, I mean, going back to, I mean, like, if I could just touch up on, because you said this was the most memorable one, uh, villain. I, I honestly, I think it's only that way because he hasn't turned to the good side yet. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> like next, yes. Next fucking movie, You're is right. he going to turn the good side or something all of a sudden? Like, is this guy going to be part yeah. of Team Toretto too? I don't fucking know, but I hope not because I'm kind of enjoying his side of the things. I mean, it would not make narrative sense for this guy to be on Tom, Dom Toretto's side. Uh, side. Um, but then again, it never made narrative sense for any of them to get on Dom Toretto's side anyway. Um, he's not the most menacing. Like Jason Jason Statham, I thought, yeah, had the most one. But like I said, it kind of kills it now that he's on their fucking side. It doesn't even matter anymore. Um, and yeah, a lot of it is convenient. Like, a lot of his plan... They tried doing a thing with it's. They did it multiple times with, with Dark Knight, Skyfall, where it's like, this is the villain, right? This is where like you think he's doing one thing, but really he's like, oh no, yeah, I wanted you to be here. I wanted you to do this yeah. thing instead because that was my mm-hmm. plan all along. I'm like, in this one, like, I'm like, nope, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Shut the fuck up. That does not make sense at all. 
I I don't care what you say, <laughs> but it, it, it it's just it's just funny, I guess. It, it 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 is what it is, really, with this movie. Um, a lot of the stuff that does happen to not just the team, but like even like I I don't know, man. Like yeah, like I enjoy I enjoy John Cena stuff too, but it felt a little it felt a little jarring. For him what, to switch, yeah, you know, like he went. What we see he here, went straight up one eighty. Yeah, he went sh- yeah. straight up one eighty like turn, and I think they're they're like that part. I feel like felt confusing to me because mm-hmm. like I remember leaving Fast Nine. Like okay, they're they're kind of like they're on the same page, but they still dislike each other. Exactly, that's what and I. And mean. all of yeah. a sudden, he's like, "Damn, he's Uncle Jacob." Like I'm like, it's, I don't get it. Like how did he switch like that? so fast you know it's, it's just for the story i guess that's how like it, it just has to be um you know like hey i use your brother family whatever yeah know. i think There's that's the, the key yeah. word you just gotta throw the family then the yeah. it's like a order 66 like they just switch right away yeah like there's no it's crazy the, that's why there's no stakes to a lot of that stuff like i think one of my biggest gripes with f9 is they really could have done i mean like i wasn't like i didn't think they would do like some kind of oscar worthy type of fucking arc or you know story but like the idea of having someone that's your actual family be on an opposing side um against you and your now collective family of everyone else that you're not blood um that that you're not blood with and the guy on the opposing side is i thought there was something interesting you could have done with that something you could have explored a little more with that. And that was my biggest gripe with F9. Um, that's why it's really jarring to me. Like all of a sudden he's he's like happy go lucky. He's even doing the F you yeah oh my god i was gonna tell you about like dude he did the fu from the second floor (laughs) yeah no he he talked about that he talked about that but i don't know man like I enjoyed what he did, but really, in terms of the narrative, they could have done way more with it. Like, I feel like, you know, it's like if he was a little more hesitant to do the stuff that he does in his movie to be on their side, if he was a little like, you know, there, then I kind of would have accepted it. But even then, his turn on Fast 9 was that way, too. Like, he got what happened? Like, he got booted off by the guy that was in charge. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to help my my family just so I don't fucking die. I'm like, it, yeah. it's, it's a little too quick. So I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I think um, just having this conversation now, it's crazy because Fast 10, I think uh, Vin Diesel said it. It's basically a reunion. And like what we yeah. said, what we're saying, like if, for anyone watching is like, just throw away the narrative. You're just watching a freaking a reunion party, dude. Like you'll get mm. every like mostly every character that you've seen from possibly from four all the way up to nine or already or yeah, basically most of them, right? That that do pop up the, the like you know like we'll 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 get we'll get the John Cena, we'll get Jason, we'll get Han, like everyone that'll pop up that you know uh possibly right um and that that's what it is like it just felt like oh man i'm gonna see all the characters from from like the the team basically right which mm-hmm. which is which is which it was like it was just having all these people in this one screen and i guess that's how i saw it or thinking about it that's how i saw it it's just like oh man it's just a reunion party for everyone to be in the same same room kind of thing um i don't know that's just how i put it if i if i see another if i see a fast freaking 10 part 2 and he freaking does a portal scene where like every car comes up and like fucking <laughs> challenges Jason Momoa. Well. And he and he says and he says he says family like you know some crazy <laughs> shit like everyone has a fucking car and just fucking fights Momoa in cars. That's like that's just a little too much, you know. But I I I want to say Fast Ten is just straight up a reunion. Like don't I feel go like that's the where they're going. Though. It's just a, yeah, it was just a reunion, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, honestly, yeah. I mean, I, Vin, Vin Diesel kind of mentioned this too. Like, I feel like, because he said this is the beginning of the end and this is the first of something that could be a trilogy to the ending. I'm like, dude, just end it. Like, I feel like he's holding on a little bit because, like you said, it's like a reunion of all his fucking friends, of all the people that he loves, which I get because, like, if, you know, like a, as a person, 
like we literally just watched Guardians three end, and you know the, yeah. the the feelings that those guys went through and the feelings that they probably have where like yeah it's ending now there's nothing else to go back to type thing. I'm I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel has that too, but he's just trying to hold on as much as he can. Um, that's why he's mentioning a fucking trilogy, and that's the reason why. I mean, spoiler alert. It's not really a spoiler, but that's the reason why this one kind of ends in a cliffhanger. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a Fast 12, Fast 11, or Fast 12. I, I was hoping mm-hmm. they ended on the 11, um, but we're just going to have to wait and see how much money this thing does, um, really, I think. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, 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 like I said, it's not, it's not tracking well, um, but... Well, that is that. Yeah. Um, do you know is that determined already that they're getting it, or is that like in a contract that they're getting a, an eleven or twelve? Or that's what because I remember he he did shout it. He did like like what you said. He did shout that like oh I don't know there might be a a sec or yeah like obviously it's gonna be a, a there's a there has to be a part two to this because of that cliffhanger. Yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, really, I feel like it's just. Because it's Vin, Vin's producing this stuff. Like, he's in charge, technically. He's almost like the, you know, like Ryan Reynolds is kind of the producer of Deadpool. So he's a little bit, he has a little more pool. But isn't pool. there like a, a what if scenario? Like, isn't that what like, uh, like, stu- yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like studios do? Like, oh, what yeah. if it doesn't hit this? You're not making it, you know? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what this, I'm pretty sure the studio will say something. At that point, but okay. if if they were giving him the go ahead, I'm pretty sure they'll be, they'll be fucking. There's a gonna be a trilogy to this end or whatever the fuck. Okay. Um. So you know, like, it's it's we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens yeah. with this one. Um, so if you wanna, if yeah, if you wanna watch a, a a fun, you know, crazy action movie, no story, go watch Fast Ten. You know, Fast Ten. Yep. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I kind of, I kind of do want Vin to finish the way he wants to. So we'll we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, really, you know, he's, okay. This is something stupid that they released. So you know, if you haven't seen the news about it for some reason, like it's about the mid credit scene in this movie. Which you, did you see? <laughs> yeah, I saw like both or. Only, I know what you're talking about. There's only one. Or I, I, I know the. I, I yes, I know the. I know the what you're talking about though. Yeah. So they they released this, or you know leaked it like for like like yeah like sure they leaked this but I feel like it's more of a desperate plea for people to go back to the theaters because yeah, they knew it wasn't tracking well. Um, but yeah. you know the Rock does show up in this thing in the mid credit scene. Um, I mean it's it, it's. I'm just glad Vin and him kind of work things out, you know. What I mean? No, I'm I'm glad you brought it up because I was gonna keep it non-spoiler. But since you yeah. brought it up, like well, I thought well, it was they like, released. Well, this, well, if you yeah, thought if you thought it was a plea for him to like get more fans in the seat, yeah, I was I was thinking they probably shot that like last minute, super last for minute, some reason. yeah, because like. I, I I was looking at the body. I was like, dude, this is not the Rock's body. Like, it looked kind of scrawny. If you notice, like, <laughs> no, honest, like a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. wearing wearing his mask. I was like, yo, this ain't this ain't him because it's too scrawny. So I think fucking, you know how like Rock's been getting, you know, like some heat lately because of that whole Black Adam shit. <laughs> dude, honestly, I was so like, you're, you're going that yo, direction. Vin. Yeah, I'm going that. Like, yo, Vin, put me on this shit. You know. I need it. I I need I need to get my fans back. You know, <laughs> I need to play a good guy so, again. You know, that, that's that's the route. I'm yeah. I'm like, I saw as soon as I saw it, I was like, you just said you weren't gonna be in the set. Like I need to be like, back under good graces or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's what, that, that yeah. that's the that's my point of view. I mean, honestly, I could kind of buy it because the narrative, like, because the the thing with like, you know how before like when they did have their spat or whatever. What you told me, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of on his side a little bit too, and I was kind of blaming Vin. Like Vin probably has an ego thing. That's I don't know. That's true. But then again, like it's it's like the CM Punk thing, where like sometimes maybe you're the problem, you know? Like where it's like 
there's always a problem wherever you are. Like, dude, maybe you're the fucking problem. Like with The Rock, with with the thing where he did with Black Adam. I mean, if you don't know anything, like he had a little more pull than he thought he did. Um, where he kind of vetoed a lot of cameos for Shazam. He didn't really support it. I don't know how true that stuff is, but hey, it's out there. He's probably trying to rehab his image a little bit because of that. I don't know how true it is, like I said, but you know, if that is the case with this one, then yeah, sure, it kind of worked. I mean, I, I kind of geeked out a little bit seeing him in a fucking Fast and Furious movie again with the fucking main cast. <laughs> so yeah, um, and, it, and narratively it makes sense too. Narratively it makes sense, and they do touch up on that too. Yeah, it does um, because like I didn't even think about it when that happened until it happened. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so um yeah i mean we're gonna have to wait and see if if that's the reason why this movie does good again then honestly um all the more for it because really the movies with the rock in it where he's in the forefront that's the one that made the most money and critically it's the ones that did the most better yeah yeah like it's the one that's that did really well um so i'm excited we're gonna have to wait and see how that goes but yeah, those, that's our thoughts on Fast 10. Um, how much mm-hmm. licks of whatever the hell do you give this? Um, out of five, like, I give it a decent, like, maybe, like, three. Like, oh, would, I watch wow. it? would I watch it again? No. Right. But, like, it, it's a decent movie, you know? Like, that's the thing with me. Like, I, 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 I don't want to knock them for being a bad movie. But if it's a bad movie, I'll tell you if it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It was decent. Yeah, I'll I'll give it like two and a half ish. I won't maybe two and a three quarters. I won't go full three, only because yeah, it's it's still stupid. People like it's still physics does not exist in this universe at all. Like it went out the window since the sixth movie, maybe. But yeah, you know, like if you, if you know what you're in for, just you're gonna enjoy it. Like if you like the cast, the the crew, like if you like these characters, you're gonna enjoy it. Like, like I said, you don't go to this movie expecting like a shift in tone, like an, an Oscar worthy performance from everybody. Like, you know what you're in for. So it, it's enjoyable enough. Um, So two and three quarters of a licks or whatever. You know, sorry. Let me just end it with like dude, the dumbest line. I don't know. The silliest line. I mean, I don't want to call it dumb. The silliest line is like, there's one thing you didn't take away from me. <laughs> My, car. My car. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, that would have yeah. to be the silliest line. I was like, bro, you are a fucking superhero. That's like exactly like Captain America shield. Like, what are you? That was That's, the silliest yeah. line. I was like, damn. Yeah, see, like literally, if I was a villain, take away his car, dude. You win. You fucking you know? win. Well, That's his kryptonite. Just take it away. What's he going to do? You know? That's true. No, get, we, it on, we, get him we, off the road. Get him I'm off scared. The road. I'm scared to say that, and he still gets manages to fucking pull shit off, you know, like without a fucking car. I mean, it's <laughs> Dom Toretto. Like he literally, God, I feel like Dom yeah. Toretto is the only Dude. one that could beat Roman Reigns yeah. for the undisputed titles at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah, he, uh, to be honest, he's done crazy things. Like you know, like I saw a TikTok where like, dude. Dom Toretto can freaking earthbend. I was like, yeah, he stomped yeah, on the ground. Stomped on the ground. And like, yeah, and the and the parking lot fell. I was like, yeah, this guy's a little Chuck Norris right now, man. And and he, he there's one scene where he fucking he literally deadlifts a car with one arm in an on, in a compromised position <laughs> this way to flip it over. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, th- and it's not it's not even like one of those instances where like, oh shit, he's in an accident. Like it's like the you know the mom strength that you hear about, like the all of like the the sudden physical strength that you acquire yeah. when you're in dire situations or whatever. This guy was just doing it to do it. Like like it's just it's just Dom Toretto being Dom Toretto. Like he's Dude, probably I'm the surprised, man. Yeah. I'm surprised Nick Fury didn't ask him for the fucking Avengers. Exactly. Recruit, like, what, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is Groot doing in this goddamn thing? <laughs> like, give me Dom yeah. Toretto, you know? For real, dude. Um, Imagine that. But that's yeah. our that's our review of Fast Ten, man. If you if you want to go in, like what we've been saying is just straight up action, no story. You love the characters, go for it, man. Yeah um so that concludes that portion of the show um if you didn't mention by the way kyle's not here we didn't really we just kind of went off on a 
Kyle's studying for his uh, mid. No, not mid. No, I don't know what to say. We we love you, Kyle. Oh, but he didn't watch Fast Ten. Too, so. <laughs> we no, wouldn't. Yeah, we wouldn't be cool. able to do it. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be able to do it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't watch Fast Ten. So um, and you know this isn't like we're not live or anything. So we're just kind of doing this as a recording. Um, you know we're like I said we're trying to up the quality a little bit. See what we could do, um, with that. Um, but right now we're gonna do something a little fun. I'm hoping we could come up with something because this is not something that we thought about or planned ahead of. Like we're literally just gonna do it on the spot. Um, so take with that what you will. Um, what we're gonna do, if you're watching this, I mean, I probably will update this portion or upload this portion. If you could see Mr. Chat GPT over here, um, it's been everyone's best friend lately. Everyone's been on the hype of Chat GPT. Um, we're gonna ask Chat GPT to give Dude, us a speaking, topic. Yeah, sorry. Before you begin, speaking of like AI and shit, that that trailer that just dropped, or the one that you just showed, I, I was meaning to watch it. The creator. Oh yeah, the creator. Yeah. So speaking of AI, like that whole movie is centered around AI, and I'm like, I'm telling you, man, AI is too scary right now. When when Jan when Jan got ChatGPT, I was like, dude, I don't want to fuck with that. <laughs> a little <laughs> insane right now. I know. It's it's. I mean, honestly, it, they've been doing this for so long. Like, it's it's literally the Terminator story all over again. It's just a different story for that one. Yeah. Where it's like machines taking over. Yeah, it's the same shit. Like, it, but that movie, what was it? The Creator. The Creator. Yeah. Yeah. That that one was pretty good. I mean, I like Dave. What the hell's his name? John B. Washington. Yeah. Well, I know he's a. I know. I know he's a Washington. He's a Washington. Yeah. I like. I like him. So we're gonna have to wait and see how that goes. And it's like it's Gareth Edwards, the guy who did your favorite movie for some reason. Not your favorite, but Godzilla. He did Godzilla yeah. and Rogue One. So I'm. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's a good movie. Um. That one came. Okay. Actually, yeah, I do want to mention this because I think I I messaged you about it, but I didn't. I don't think you said anything about it just yet. Um, before we get into chat, the chat GPT thing. So, told you like it's it. So I think what was last night? Can Can Festival? Sure, I I think I remember seeing things about that. right. So they showed Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh yes, last yeah, night. Yeah, you you just showed me it. Yeah, that's right. And. Some reviews have been coming out, and right now it's at 23 reviews. Granted, that's not a lot. Like, usually, movies would, um, I think, like, a lot, mostly, like, the bigger movies, like, they always cap out at, like, around 300-some reviews. So, the the percentage of of fresh ratings could be a little higher than this. But this kind of like breaks my heart a little bit. So I'm just going to show whoever's watching here right now. Indiana Jones. Uh, look at this shit. And the Dial of Destiny. So right now it's tracking or it, it's. It is. At 23 reviews, it's at 48 percent. That's and that's that's not a good sign for this movie. And I was really excited for this one. It's Harrison Ford's last one. It's kind of like their hoorah um, for indie, and the fact that it's it's getting this rating um, at this stage, it, it's it's not a good sign. And I mean, if you read some of this stuff, I'm not gonna go through everything, but um, they're mentioning a lot of why um, they're saying it's you know it has a depressing ending. It's kind of not. It doesn't like mesh too well. Maybe I don't know really what it's about. Like. Or what what that entails, but forty eight percent. You know, I was expecting a little more than this, especially for for James Mangold to be the one directing. Um, what what do you think about this? Um, to be fair, I'm not a. <laughs> I I watched like two out of the how many that's out there. So like the first two were good. So I haven't watched three yet. And the one with uh, Shia LaBeouf. So, I don't know. Like, 
an indie movie sure i guess i mean like, dude. I, I, will it be fitting for his end like it depends on what comes or when when i watch it i guess you know like i'm not saying i'm like the seer of like oh i know what a good movie is it's just i guess i haven't gone through his story lately and mm-hmm. i guess like a character like him you do want a good ending for this character and if people are saying it's not a good ending like i just saw a quick one where it says it's a safe ending and i don't want a safe ending i know you know it has to be like a good ending exactly you know um so i guess that's my only gripe with it with the score at least is just like if they played it safe i guess they played it safe but if you want it to really stick like guardians like logan like really you know put in the effort i guess I know. I mean, look at look. Okay, I'm gonna show you. Like, I remember this being the case. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go to. This is the most, um, or the least critically proved one. What the hell is that called? And this is the one that everyone hated. Um, but look at the score for this guy. Seventy-seven. Yeah, this is the fourth one with Shia LaBeouf that everyone said that they didn't like, and I honestly I thought I thought it was okay. It wasn't the best. Look at the, I mean, look at the audience score for God's sakes. But it's at seventy seven percent, which means there's obviously something that people enjoyed about it. Um, but the fact that this one's getting forty eight, I mean, it's it's really not a good sign. And like I said, it, it's it's kind of, you know, disheartening a little bit because it's Indiana Jones. But hey, I I, I have to see it for myself. Um, yeah well it it really depends too because like there's some people that take the Rotten Tomatoes score really seriously or there's some that don't care about it right so I I, for me I use it as a basis but I I go in I still go in open-minded like I I don't want to say like oh I got a rotten score I'm like uh, I'm gonna automatically think it sucks you know so I go in like like okay this is like it got a 48 but I'll be the judge kind of thing you know because like sometimes it's it's skewed into the you know it's as it's a subjective to the person that that watches it you know yeah for me it's more it's more about like what the studio is gonna think about it or what is it gonna do now if they're getting this kind of reviews like what are they gonna think about the franchise how are they gonna move forward or what are they gonna think about this type of stuff is, is Harrison Ford gonna come back again is it or something like that like are they gonna do something like that where they're gonna react to this because honestly Lucasfilm's been doing that too, especially. I mean, just, that's why I hated fucking Episode Nine is because they literally backtracked on everything that they did because not you know not many people agreed with it. Um, so I don't know. Mm. Like that's kind of that's what I'm scared about. Um, but we're gonna you know like I said we'll have to wait and see. I'll probably you know and see how I feel about it too. But um, the thing is, yeah, Indiana Jones. Um, I was hoping it would be good. I mean, because think about it. It's Harrison Ford's last one. It's John Williams' final movie that he's scoring. Mm. Ever. Um, okay. So there's a lot. There was a kind of a lot riding on it, too, for me, a little bit. Um, yeah, and, and so. like what you like what we did say, there's, there's, there's a lot of history to it. You know, like he's an iconic character. You got an iconic composer. So, like, you do want yeah. it to have a good ending, you know? So that, that, that's... The point is just it needs to have a good ending for this character, you know, and if the movie doesn't stick, then it just sucks that like, you know, it just sucks that he didn't get a like a a final goodbye correctly, you know. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's that's enough of that. And I mean, that's kind of just something off the cuff that we figured out here. Um, Now we have our chat GPT. Our little friend, our AI friend here that Aaron's scared of. Um, we're gonna ask for something spontaneous that we could talk about for the next fifteen and, minutes or so, and hopefully we know we we can come up with something, dude. Right, exactly. Right. So I'm gonna okay. So I'm gonna explain first. Okay, let um. Yeah, go ahead, I, explain. Go yeah, hi, Chat GPT. We are a movie and TV show type of podcast and was wondering if you can give us a topic to talk about spontaneously. That's 
Ooh. All right. So. Ooh. All right. So this guy. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. He's he's giving us he, he gave quite us a lot. lot here. Give me. Let me. All right. So. He's starting out with he's saying sure streaming sure. services have gained significant popularity. How about discussing the impact of streaming services on the movie and TV show industry? All right, you think we can go for that? No, you know, I feel else? like that. That's fine with me. Like we didn't really dive deep, but I I feel like we did like talk about it here and there. Kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. So it's it's up to you if you want to dive deep into it for fifteen minutes. All right, let me let me get another one. Okay. Me another one. The rise of cinematic universes in movies and their impact on the storytelling. Oh, that's a good one too. Okay. Have we touched up on this at all? No, not universe building. But it, right. it's after he said it, it makes or after Chad GPT said it, it makes sense. Okay. So do you wanna do you wanna do this one? Yeah, like look at five. Five looks like a solid topic. Analyze five. the this one? Uh oh no, shoot. No, no, no. Go up. Oh, there's number three, I mean, sorry. Or I just like that idea of franchise building versus standalone films. Like Compare the approach. Is, it, yeah, it's just a loss, you know, Yeah. in general. If, if you do want to talk about it. No, yeah, we can. So Okay, cool. All right, so, okay, so franchises... Like, we're talking about, like, cinematic universes here that everything ties in together versus and something you, like And this. everyone knows what movie started that. Everyone yeah. knows. And if you don't, you're living under a rock. Right. So it's because, it's because of a brief, brief history. Because of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this is why every other studio is trying to follow suit of, like, universe building. Right. And it's not even the fact that like they started it. I think there's been some instances here and there where there's some movies that connect or whatever, some spin-offs here and there. But it's the one that's been the most successful and the one that did start studios into looking at like, oh shit, we could probably do a cinematic universe for this. We could do mm-hmm. this for whatever. Because I know when this came out, I think Iron Man 1 came out and the whole Nick Fury thing happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Dark Knight was in it. It's, that was the second movie it was coming out. It's still a standalone trilogy. It's not connected to anything. It's not connected to whatever. But I, I, as soon as that stuff happened, as soon as Avengers came out, they started talking about cinematic universes for DC. They started talking about cinematic universes for... Universal, like, like the fucking and stuff. Yeah. yeah, Godzilla, King Kong, um, the fucking the even the monster verse. Yeah, the, the monster verse. That yeah, yeah. The mummy. They just started talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, one of the drawbacks with that is like if if the, you have that in mind right away, it's gonna be a tough sell. Um, yeah. Because if you think about it, Iron Man one. If you, you take away the the Nick Fury thing at the end, take away any Captain America references, which there is really none. There's nothing like you literally see a, a an Easter egg of the Cap mm-hmm. Shield. Um, it's it's a standalone movie on its own that worked because everyone really everyone like was drawn towards that character and that story. Um, and then they ended up making it into like, I mean, obviously that was the plan, but then they didn't announce from the get go, like, yeah, we're doing a cinematic universe for Marvel. They're kind of getting their feet wet. Like, Hey, we'll try to see what happens here. We'll try to see how good this does. And then, you know, go off of that. And then really that's when their plan started kicking into gears. And then that's when the phases started happening. Like, all right. So yeah, that was phase one. And then now we're phase two. We're this whole thing is what we're planning as part of the cinematic universe. But that didn't happen until after Avengers. And even Avengers was like something where we're like, holy fuck, we're seeing all these characters together. It's Mm -hmm. insane. Um, So 
my biggest gripe with how they they did it with the other studios is like that's all they had in their mind. Yeah, that it 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 really was a detriment to the quality of the movie that they put out. Um, and yeah, that that goes to show with like the Mummy, the one with the the Tom Cruise Mummy. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, did you did you watch that? I don't think I watched that. I did. Yeah, I watched it. What, what did you think of it? It's, it's just a good action movie, but it's forgettable, you know. Right, but they were setting stuff up in the beginning, right? They, they were, they were, yeah, right. yeah. So yeah, see, it's stuff like that where they're already putting the cart before the horse, or whatever that. Yeah, is. or like they're counting their chickens before they hatch, kind of. Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. So they were doing that. So and it's a detriment to what their their the quality of their movie is. Like even like the DC universe, like. I know there's a big Snyderverse, you know, fan base or whatever. And really, I like those movies too. But you can't deny that they tried starting their universe with that in mind. So that way they could kind of catch up to Marvel. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it too in your the other episodes. Like, yeah, like, you know, if they, they didn't do it this way, it probably... Or someone mentioned it. I don't remember, but... It probably wouldn't be as hated as as now because now we're getting DC movies and no one gives a shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I guess going off of that, like, it was crazy to just talk about, like, standalone versus universe building because, like, when we were little, like, the early Marvel movies and and just this is just in general, like, it'll be like, damn, man, it'll be cool if they ever, like, linked up, you know? Yeah. And now that we're now that they're all linked up, it, it caused like an effect where everyone wants to link up now, you know, mm-hmm. which now the older me like now the current me wants like, man, I wish they would just stay in their lane, you know? Right. <laughs> so like it, it caused a like an audience effect and like just talking about the topic in general, cinematic universes versus, um, uh, you know, standalone, like the impact on it. It's it's crazy to see that like. That's the world we live in where everyone wants to team up, which is fine, I guess. But like there's something about standalone that stuck out the most. And there's a lot of memorable standalone characters, you know, like we just talked about Indiana Jones, like um, who else we talked to, like, I don't know. But there's just iconic characters that did standalone movies that did John Wick, you know, but um, there, there's it's just this we're at this stage where universe building is become a, becoming a thing like I know we kind of dropped hints that like even John Wick is like a universe already in itself right like, see we're just we're just throwing that word now like oh it's a universe now I'm like I don't want it to be a universe I, I talked about it so much already I was like no I, I wanted it just to be a standalone right it, it doesn't even have the word true like or we're calling it just us like it's a trilogy, right? Like it, it mm-hmm. we're we're already taking that away because it's called universe. You know, it's so crazy how that word cinematic universe kind of influenced the the whole second part of a movie or the third part of a movie because that's what we're calling it now. It's the universe, right? And and you're right. Like it's usually the studio's fault where they they kind of have that mindset where like, oh, let's just make it into a bigger world, you know. And let, let, let's just call it like that. Like, well, imagine a world where like John Wick could have just been him doing his own missions. Then it would have just have been like a trilogy rather than a universe, you know, but it yeah. opened up a, a brand, you know, and then I, and I talked about how, how big like uh, we talked or I talked about how big uh like John Wick's world is becoming now, which I don't don't like, you know, so mm-hmm. that that's the world we're living in right now and i i wish i want standalone and and kyle talked about it too of how like we're hitting this a24 renaissance where everything's original content and and for some reason i'm liking those again because again they're standalone films original ideas like something i can hop on you know yeah and a lot of like it goes back to the quality of the stuff that they put out too because True, yeah yeah now okay like now that you like when there's a cinematic universe 
at hand or in place or whatever you're doing a movie and you got to start like you always have to have in mind like oh fuck how is this going to affect this movie that, you know, yeah. or how's, how like wait that doesn't make sense because it happened in this movie or this stuff so you're just kind of digging a hole for yourself when it comes to this kind of stuff and it, it's you know it, it's it's kind of limiting what they could do story-wise um mm-hmm. and honestly i'm not against it at all like like i said it could be done very well as long as there's a great mind behind it like yeah kevin feige's kevin feige's been like the one that has been you know the, at the forefront of marvel because he planned this stuff out and he knows every single thing that happens here and there but you know it, it's it's just fun to come into a movie without any expectation of how does this affect the whole universe as a whole yeah. or where is this leading up to type thing um, true because even now like you know the last phase of marvel like i don't know if it's because we've been spoiled or we just don't like it anymore at this or like we just didn't like some of the movies i didn't like a lot of the movies like i i know that like um but you know like even the ones that were kind of standalone, we're always kind of questioning, like, wait, how does this even make sense? Where are they going with this phase type thing? Mm-hmm. Like, we yeah. were always questioning that. And that was always in the back of our minds. Like, okay, wait, why is She-Hulk happening now? And where is this going off for whatever? Um, and that's kind of like something that, you know, I don't like because, you know, it's putting too much expectations on a movie that's coming out, even if it's just a movie, just to have fun. Like, you know how some people were hating on Ant-Man because, like, it's a smaller movie. Like, the first Ant-Man, not the third one. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, it's a fun fucking movie just because it doesn't have much, you know, like... Yeah, like Avengers nod or whatever. Yeah, Avengers like, type yeah, level yeah, yeah, situation. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's not a good movie, but obviously some people are knocking it for that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. it wasn't as good. It, it probably could have tied it in a little more. But, like, sometimes we just want good movies, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember when the Batman came out, um, which is obviously a standalone movie. Standalone, yeah. Um, on its own, where it doesn't tie into the universe. Some people behind me were, like, questioning, like, wait, so is he going to meet up with Henry Cavill down the line? How is this? Yeah. Is he replacing Ben Affleck now? How is this working? You see, that's kind of where they're shooting themselves in the foot a little bit, where it's, like, there's no more... Like there's no line anymore. Like we don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck is what. And yeah, I feel like James Gunn's kind of trying. We haven't gotten to that point yet where any of his stuffs come out, but he's trying to at least differentiate that stuff so that we as an audience could be aware of what's what. But even then, it's kind of convoluting in a sense. Um, but we're just, we're just gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, and going back to what you said, it's like it goes back to that old saying, like of the quality versus quantity thing, and yeah. that's basically the whole argument of like uh, this universe building is just if you're gonna do a lot of movies, you're you don't expect a lot of good quality movies, you know. But right. if if you're going for a standalone movie, you're going for a good quality movie, just like what you mentioned of like John Wick had a good standalone, Batman had a good standalone. Those are good quality movies. It does have like universe influences. Like even the Joker, like for example, is like a good standalone movie. But there's instances where it's in the shadow of universe building. So that's the 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 area we're 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 at right now. You know, like in for you know the general audience, that's that's the that's where we're at. Where everyone thinks it's a universe. You know, right. So that's the uh, that's the sad part. You know. But um, I do prefer quality more quality movies because like you know there's a more passion into like what they put in, mm-hmm. and um, I miss seeing that you know so that's why I really do love what A twenty four has been doing lately and like um, some some movies that do stick out than the rest but uh, that's just me. But on the flip side, who's really good at universe building? You did mention Kevin Feige. We we've been mentioning this guy like. He's he's the godfather of cinematic university, like cinematic universe for some reason. Right. But the other person that we can say who's godlike is fucking um fuck I'm I'm a mess up his name, um the Star Wars dude. Are you talking about Filoni? Filoni. He those yeah. two are the only two I would trust to connect every storyline. 
At so this point, that was yeah. the problem. Yeah. So if you want someone to connect the story, those are the two: Kevin Feige and Dave Filoni. They'll they are true fans that will break down any story and like think of your all your what if scenarios. Like, how does this connect to that? How does this connect to that? Those right. are the only two that I feel like. So Star Wars and Marvel, like even though I'm a big fan and like I'm not being biased, like they they those two have done it so well where it'll connect, you know. Um, James Gunn, we, we just gotta wait and see, you know. Um, and like just like speaking on Dave Filoni, like he he's done standalone, like we've seen it like branch out. I guess w- would that be a standalone like Mandalorian? Would that be a standalone? Kind of, but he, the thing is, he's starting to tie things in from stuff that he's built over the mm. past. I mean, definitely the Ahsoka stuff. I mean, he's in love with fucking Ahsoka. That's Ahsoka, like his yeah. baby. Um, he's starting to tie that stuff in. Um, and yeah, no, I give I give credit to Dave Filoni because he's starting. He's doing something that Star Wars kind of didn't do in the beginning, even though they were in the universe or whatever. Because remember when when Star Wars first came back, they were like everything's gonna tie in: video games, books comics mm. all this they're all gonna tie in but there was always like discrepancies between the two like wait this fucking happened in the book um but then for some reason like for example the, the poe and ray thing um there's a story in the book where poe and ray already met like way before like like around the the force awakens like a little bit after or something they were already kind mm. of you know they were already like acquainted right but yeah, then in yeah. the last jedi they're like oh hey i'm poe and hi i'm yeah. ray and we're like what the Got fuck it. um you know and then there's stuff that they're trying to undo with some of the comics that they were doing so that's kind of why initially i was like oh i'm excited a lot of stuff's tying in and then i stopped giving a fuck because it didn't make any more sense nothing was adding up um and the thing that dave filoni has been doing is tying stuff in to what he knows makes sense and tying stuff into what he's built. So that way we as an audience can kind of go back to it like and say like, yeah, th- this stuff's, th- this is fine. This is a universe that I can finally get behind. I mean, granted, there's not, you know, it hasn't been the most, like, like I said, like even the beginning of Mandalorian season one or season two, um, definitely Boba Fett. <laughs> we were, there were some episodes where we're like, eh, I mean, it's kind of filler. We kind of don't give a fuck, whatever. It, he hasn't had the best track record. Um, but, you know, it, he's still build, doing something in the universe where um, there's this, there, the, the continuity makes sense, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I, I, we keep talking about Filoni, but I feel like a lot of that also is Jon Favreau. Yeah, um, that I, I would say he's like the third in line. <laughs> Yeah, because without Favreau, I don't think Filoni would have been as good yeah. directing as he is now, really. Yeah. Because he, I think he directed the first episode of Mandalorian. And I remember telling you, like, dude, that was kind of clunky. <laughs> mm. um, so, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, season two, he has an episode where it was, like, one of the best ones of the fucking season. And so, you know, it, it just it just goes to show, like, it's... It really depends um, when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess just just to like for my sake, like uh, like Dave Filoni and Kevin Feige, I do want to say they do put quality first in a sense uh, before the quantity. You know, like I I do believe they have the quantity in mind, but the quality is there for some reason. Right. Um. I I you, you can knock me and say like, well, She Hulk wasn't good or well, stuff wasn't good. I bet. But the thing is, it it also depends on like what we said, like directors and like who's directing it and stuff. So like, you know, like he can say one thing, like Kevin Feige and Dave Filoni can say one thing, but whoever is shooting it kind of have a different vision. But I think storyline is there, you know, like cinematic universe building, it's there. Like they have that in mindset, you know. Will it work? Sure. Will it won't work? Like I don't. We don't know, but. All I'm saying is like they know how to threadline everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that that's all I'm saying. Like, right, that being good and bad, I feel like again, it's they they do know that it will work, 
But again, it's whoever shoots it or whoever they hire to direct it. It's up to them how they portray that, you know, that that connection from um, from story building to director. That that's all. That's where it's free game, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, that that's that's all I got to say about the whole universe versus standalone. Um, currently, I'm more like I guess my my final 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 thoughts is like currently I'm I'm more into the standalone right now just mm-hmm. because I, I I miss I miss like original ideas and um, I've talked to like just family members about that like everything's been a reboot and and we talked about that like like everything's a reboot or something but there's something about standalone movies where I love original ideas and like creative they can be um so that's where i'm i'm standing i'm waiting for just because i don't want anything connected like there it does it there's no like standalone films has like a special place where they can be themselves you know yeah every time you're with the cinematic universe you're you're connected to something like like what we mentioned of like oh where's this like how does this play into this x y and z like all those different things so um that's where i'm currently standing with standalone movies right yeah i i'm kind of on the same boat where i'm enjoying i mean like like, like, it's gonna sound really biased but the batman right it's standalone movie it i i think it if if that was tied into a cinematic universe it would not work um, because they would be having to think about that in mind, but the fact that it's standalone and they could go in whatever direction they wanted and make it like they really went like the grounded route in terms of what that story is, and you know it allowed them to tell a story that they wanted to tell without having to think about anything else tying in or tying into something else that's coming up. Um, it's really refreshing, and, and I do enjoy that a little more, but. Um, I'm also excited for James Gunn to to kind of see what he's gonna do, but at the same time, I'm a little wary because I don't know what he's gonna do. Um, because he's kind of rebooting, but not rebooting. But he's also having standalone stuff on the side, calling it Elseworlds. We're just gonna have to wait and see. Um, yeah. but yeah. Um, damn. There we go, Mr. Chat wow, GPT. Thanks. Chat GPT, appreciate yeah, it. Twenty minutes ish of stuff to talk about. Um, we'll probably do that again. Uh, we don't know. Um, and uh, but yeah, that kind of does it for our episode here today. We, we yeah, know. that was yeah, that was a freaking good topic. Like even the one before that, it was um, what was the one? Uh, streaming services. Streaming like, I know we touched up. Yeah, so that, that that was those were two good topics. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, with that said, thank you for listening to the Spit Talk Podcast. Catch us on our next episode. Follow us on our socials, the Spit Talk Podcast or the or Spit Talk Podcast. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. For more updates, follow us on our Discord. Once again, we are Aaron Jad and Kyle, who's not here. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>